Welcome everybody to episode four of the Church Parking Lot Podcast. I am your co-host, B. Allen, joined by... Hey, what a do, this is Jay Jamal. And this is, like I said, episode four of the Church Parking Lot Podcast, where it is... And it ain't what, what you, you think. think. <laughs> he laughing already, we ain't even started yet. Oh uh, let me give out our tags real quick. Like us on Facebook, Church Parking Lot Podcast, Instagram... At Church Parking Lot Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Search it on YouTube. YouTube will have skits as well. Church Parking Lot Podcast. And we are broadcasting to you on Anchor.fm, which also supports Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Google Cast. So, pretty much everywhere. Everywhere, baby. You have no excuse. What's up, B. Allen? Not much, man. What's happening? Ain't like, nothing much, man. We're going to introduce a new uh, segment for the day. And every time we come on the podcast, we're going to try to start with this segment called uh, For Why. Why for? So, <laughs> in today's uh, For Why, Why For yes, segment, your man Don Trizzy. Hey, Don Trizzy. <laughs> Crip walk across the street, baby. Across the street for a photo op with a Bible. Well, he he wasn't too sure it was a Bible. <laughs> he wasn't. He had to look at it a couple of times. A couple? Several times. <laughs> Make sure it didn't transform on him while he was holding it. Or it was upside down. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, you can't have that in the photo op. He went across the street to for, take a photo op holding the Bible in front of, what was it, Saints? something church it was a church that's all we need to yeah, know it was a church it was a church a place he's never been <laughs> let's let's call it that <laughs> with a book he's never read <laughs> maybe that's why he kept looking at it said, <laughs> probably what is it i thought this was uh one fish two fish <laughs> red fish blue fish <laughs> y'all bamboozle me again the bible what is this Cat <laughs> But in order to take this photo op, the series of events that took place before this was pretty disturbing. Very disturbing. Uh, so what did, what did he do? He had to clear the way with, uh, what would you say, Molotovs? What, what was he throwing? <laughs> My man, Don Treasy, <laughs> gets off a conference call after calling his governors of all the states weak and decides to make himself look strong. So he has... All the protesters removed from in front of the White House with a barricade of police and secret servicemen so he could walk across the street. All right. When we say barricade, how many people are we talking about? We talking about 1,500 cops. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, somebody in the north side of D.C. got away scot-free because all the departments was down there. So he came across the street with the the Wu Tang clan of police. Yes. To take a picture in front of the church because he called the governor's weak. Yes. And he wanted to look strong. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. I wonder if the horns started growing as he was just, <laughs> just sitting there. He of just the shaved them before he went across there. Yeah, this Sander was walking across doing it. <laughs> well, again, that begs the question. Why for, for why? why? <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't either, man. 
at all. That's your president. I, I told you once, I'm going to tell you again, 44, I can't count past 44. <laughs> I stopped counting past 44. How was your great-grandma? She 44. <laughs> ain't no 45. We ain't doing 45. 44 only. What? That's like uh, buildings that skip over the uh, 13th oh, floor. the 13th floor? Yeah. yeah absolutely right. <laughs> Everything 44. That's I what they need to do now. 44, my, I got a governor on my... Uh, <laughs> On my speedometer, so I stop it. 44 miles per hour. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. 44 everything, man. <laughs> so all those cops for a picture. Yes, man. All them cops for one photo that he had to make sure he had the Bible the right way up. <laughs> I ain't never had a cop help me take a picture. <laughs> I ain't never had a cop help me do anything. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me tell y'all this story real quick. And I got a friend of mine from Rockford, Illinois, Ryan. We were riding together, man. He had a oh, 19... He done incriminated Ryan. We hey, I didn't say no last name. Oh, you right. Ryan Sorcerer. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. That's your new name. Hey, Ryan Sorcerer. Everybody okay. gonna know who I'm talking about once I say this thing. <laughs> me and Ryan rolling down Arbor Street, rolling down Arbor Street. He's driving. We in his 19, I think it's an 84, 85. <laughs> Chrysler Fifth Avenue. That thing was maroon inside and out. We rolling. That thing rolled smooth, right? We were just rolling, rolling, rolling. Now all of a sudden, cop lights behind us. Yeah. I'm like, was you speeding? He was like, no. I'm going five over. You That's were speeding. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> 0.5 over is speeding. Right. Oh, my God. See, so y'all in the, in the maroon two. In the maroon right. two. In the maroon two. And he's speeding. He going 44 in the 40. <laughs> right on. Right on. Right on. Fist up. <laughs> so we get pulled over. Cops shining the lights on us and everything. And out of nowhere. I promise you, it was like 15 cop cars surrounding us. This came out like deer? Dude, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like red and blue like, lights just appeared around the woods. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Auburn Street and Central. If anybody from Rockford, Illinois, you know where that is. Auburn Street and Central. It was an Amico right there. We pulled into the Jet Beauty shop where the hair store was. Put into that parking lot. One cop behind us. Mm. Another cop pull up, and I promise you, from every direction, there was another cop that came out of nowhere. They're coming at all angles. Dude, they came in out of the stores. They came out of the doggone, the weave in the stores. They came out the liquor store. They <laughs> With bottles? With bottles. <laughs> Staggering and stuff. Oh, we got one. Oh, put these bottles back in the car. <laughs> Bruh. They came, I promise you, they surrounded us, asked us for our license and ID, took it back. We sitting there and we like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm checking. I'm like, yo, is your car yeah. registered? Everything straight? It was like, yo, everything good. We, we straight. Yo, I don't I, know what I was I doing. know this has been said a million times before, but as a brother in America, whenever, whenever a cop car is behind me in any direction, uh-huh. I automatically make sure I have not committed anything remotely close to a crime. Yes, sir. 
Nothing at all. Yes, sir. You uh, you finished with that blow pop candy wrapper <laughs> back there? Hey, don't throw that out the don't window. Don't throw it. Hand it to me. Hand it to give, me. Hand give it to me. me. <laughs> hand it to me. And, and one of the most important things my dad taught me that I instill in my kids today. Don't be looking back. I know it's a cop back there. Don't be looking back. What yeah. you looking back for? Don't look back. There's no need to look back. If you look back, you automatically look suspicious. Automatically. He going to run these plates and see that it's expired. <laughs> and then we're going to have a problem. Then you're going to be on the hood of the car with your hands on the hood of the car talking about, I got nothing but love for you, baby. <laughs> Five heartbeats, man, when they got pulled over on the side of the country road. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. We get pulled over. 15 cop cars come out of nowhere. They take our IDs, check our IDs, and the cop comes back 45 minutes later. Uh, you know that was too long. Yes. One minute too long. <laughs> One minute too long. He was scared. It took him 16 minutes to get to the car because he, I guess, had to tell everybody what he was doing. Right. He comes back up to the car and said, hey, guys, you, uh, you guys need to be careful. There's some guys out here that look exactly like you. <laughs> <laughs> See, they've been cloning folks for a long time. I'm telling you, that was what you say that was thirty years ago, Bruh. <laughs> They just reopened this case, and apparently, it was from a 1985 Fifth Avenue that looked exactly like he is. Wow. So, mistaken identity. Mistaken identity cost the city thousands of dollars. Yes, because you got cops sitting there on the clock, on surrounding the clock. two people that <laughs> with are, lights on. Incorrectly identified. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Because there were two people that looked like me and him out doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. That's amazing. I haven't had too many run-ins with police, per se, because every time I've been pulled over, I should have got pulled over. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a couple of speeding tickets, uh, expired registration, you know, yeah, every time I got pulled over, I deserved it. Thankfully, I wasn't doing anything else extra, or uh, that could have turned ugly or deadly, perhaps. Right. In this environment, but the funny thing is, I I do have a story though surrounding this whole situation. Oh boy. Uh, where I almost well, I kind of was an accessory to. Uh, wait, wait, <laughs> wait! Did you just incriminate yourself? I did, but it's been more than seven years. Statute of limitations protects me. I, I read the law. I know the law, so it don't matter. But uh, <laughs> uh, I was an accessory to uh, what you might call uh, looting. Um, <laughs> I was young, man. I got. I, I had been had. I can admit now, older. I can. I, I was had. I tell you what happened though. Please. I was. Uh, I was going to buy uh, Subway. Anybody uh, from Richmond, Virginia, knows what I'm talking about. Subway. On Malokian Turnpike, where now there is a Paper Moon strip club. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the scene of the crime. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> wait a minute. What happened? They didn't turn the subway into a strip club. No, no, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> Come get this foot <laughs> Pause. It's a female strip club, bro. First off. <laughs> I had to clarify that. It's a, it, the females are the strippers, so what, whatever you just said is irrelevant. I'm talking about the sandwiches, see? Oh, they sell subs? They and, sell and, subs. And club. Come get you a sub and then ride this sub into the back room and get this dance. 
Eat your sandwich while getting a lap dance. Wow. That's an interesting concept. Might have to take that up. <laughs> Might have to take that up. <laughs> $5 foot long, five uh, minute dance special. I don't know, man. We can make that work. Two foot longs get you in for free. For free. <laughs> and what if you can dress the women in, in condiments? <laughs> <laughs> You can just like put bread on them, right. and make a sandwich out of them. Lay down, put the cheese on you. I know I told you I wanted the wheat bread. Get that, get that white bread out of here. Bring me a dark girl. I want my bread toasted. So where there is a strip club now, there used to be a subway. Uh, it might have been a little bit further back. I don't know, but anyway. It's somewhere in that area. Okay. So I'm going to Subway. I get my sub. And as I'm leaving, there's this lady, this older lady. Mind you now, I'm a teenager. So I'm somewhere in the uh, 16, 17, 18 range. Okay. All right. Um, uh, This woman, she approaches me. Like I said, older woman. She's, she's kind of attractive for an older woman. Okay. Uh, I would say she's probably like 40 to 50, somewhere like that. So okay. she kind of caught my attention for a second and started talking to me about sob story about this and that. And through her conniving in, in mysterious ways, conniving I, I'm, mysterious. I'm telling you, I was a teenager, man. She, she ended up figuring out, you know, like what school I went to and all this stuff. She basically, she, she fooled me, man. She okay. fooled me like on some, uh, on some, uh, I talk to dead people type, foolery whoa you know what i mean yeah yeah whoa. yeah like you know how they'd they be like oh yeah is there someone here or the aunt or who had the last name of it oh yeah she caught me like that i i prom I prom like you said in the last segment i promise you i promise you she <laughs> she did the same thing right um she somehow reeled me in with that and i was just talking to her and she was like um she really needed help she needed help she just needed a ride mm -hmm. up the street to um Cloverleaf Mall, she needed a ride. She was saying her son that I supposed to know because he went to my school. She pulled all this out of me. I don't know how she did it, but she did it. And um, I was like, all right, I'm going to take you on a ride. <laughs> she put that thing on you. Put something on it. But uh, I took her down there, right? We get to the mall, and she said, just wait right here one second. I'll be right back because I want to give you something for, for helping me. Oh, I'm boy. Like, all right, cool. I'm thinking you might maybe some bread, something. I don't right. know. So I'm waiting. <laughs> about 10 minutes go by I'm getting kind of anxious now I'm like I'm ready to go I didn't right. think it's going to take this long Right. next thing you know she is running around the corner of this department store I'm parked in front of the uh, the entrance to this department store with double sliding doors Right. she's running across uh, uh, around the corner heading towards the double doors and in each arm she has at least no exaggeration 20 purses she is clutching <laughs> 20 purses in both arms, running what? at full speed. And behind her, <laughs> it's a security guard. <laughs> Before she makes it to the double doors, the security guard catches her and, like, basically hockey checks her into the wall. Oh, my gosh. Like, boom. Door, the, 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 <laughs> the glass is, like, rattling. And I'm sitting there, like... <laughs> Take off. <laughs> and I take off. 
Oh my god. So I was almost accessory to looting. With no merchandise. No merchandise. I wish I could have seen that hockey check though. Yeah, the hockey check was mean. <laughs> <laughs> like it's something that uh, Gretzky would have did in his prime. He probably been waiting on somebody to steal something. Probably yeah. <laughs> he might be known for doing that and she just ran up in the wrong store. Yeah. Like you didn't know the the, the dude, the former NHL player? <laughs> right. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> he's looking to check people. I think they say his name Goldberg. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But yeah, man. So I, I resonate with the looters, y'all. Y'all are brave souls. Uh, I wouldn't do it unless I absolutely had to for my family. But I understand the pain, and frustration, anger, and opportunity. That's basically what it is that people are uh, using. That's basically what it is. It's all opportunity. It is, man. Free is. opportunity and free, free stuff. Right. <laughs> I mean, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Everybody's got their own reason for being out there in the rise, man. So exactly, uh, that's partially why I haven't really been involved in it. Is on top of the fact that I, I got three young kids, and I don't, right? I don't foresee me being out there without them, and I don't want to go there with them, right? Because I can just see things getting ugly at the wrong time. So, but I am gonna make my way. I believe uh, this week we're gonna at least go to see. Um, the area where some of the vandalism is taking place on the statues and whatnot oh, wow. for, you know, historical purpose and whatnot. Right, right. A lot of that did happen in my hometown in Richmond, Virginia. So. That is true. It Pretty was dope a lot to of, see. was a lot of protesting going on in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, the protests, man, have been crazy. Like, I've just been seeing so much stuff that I did not expect to see. Right. If, uh, from a global standpoint, local standpoint, everything. Like, I remember... There was a story, uh, I think it was in Indiana, where there was a peaceful protest of uh, Black Lives Matter mm. uh, um, participants and just people that want to be a part of the movement, period, were walking through a neighborhood and you saw, like, uh, I mean, I don't want to call them this, but they looked like a, a group of redneck, hippie, white dudes <laughs> and chicks just lined up along the fence that they were walking through, the, right. the path they were walking through with guns. Just at their side, just looking. They were just as quiet as the protesters, but almost as to look like, you know, you know, we keep them things on us. So wow. if, if y'all want to jump stupid, then we're, we're about that life. I haven't seen anything yeah. like that. That, that was in Indiana? There, I think I think it was in the, Indiana. But yeah, man, the whole protesting thing for me goes back and reminds me of the, the Kaepernick story. And Facts. I'm, I'm trying to understand how... His stance didn't lead to this from the jump because, you know, we had been talking about this. Police brutality is not a new topic. It's not. At all. It's been there forever. I mean, you, you, nice. you've heard of Rodney King, probably the biggest, uh, <laughs> the biggest, uh, what do you want to call it, historical figure that's involved with police brutality. Facts. Now George Floyd. Facts. So the fact, his standpoint on police brutality and protesting during the national anthem knowing damn well it had nothing to do with the military nothing. or the flag. At it all. was just it was the biggest uh platform where he could display it at. I mean right. where else is he gonna do it? And it was peaceful. Very peaceful, extremely peaceful. Quiet. <laughs> Wasn't bothering nobody. Nobody at all. There's no looting. There were no <laughs> jerseys being stolen. <laughs> nothing. There might have been a couple of bad calls 
Oh, there yeah. were horrible calls. Some, a lot of pass interferences. That right. some BS. <laughs> but no one got you know hit with tear gas. Maybe got hit with a bag of popcorn in the stands. A <laughs> uh, couple of beers. Yeah. Yeah. Several beers. <laughs> and then for all this to happen, and uh, your boy, I'm gonna call him your boy since Don Trizzy is my boy. Uh, uh, Drew Breezy. Oh boy, is your boy. What happened with Drew Brees? What did he Man. say? Because all I saw was the backlashes he that he was getting, and his teammates spoke out and was like going off. What yeah. did Drew Brees say? Well, basically, he said that uh, he will never agree with anyone protesting the national anthem or taking a knee while the national anthem was playing. That's what? basically what he said, and he equated the two, his two grandfathers. Who uh, you know fought in those wars, and that 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 song and that flag is honoring people like them. Wait a minute, his two grandfathers. Yeah, this or two great parents. It was two older members of the military in his family. Well, here's the crazy part: Drew Brees probably doesn't look like it, which is probably going to be worse for us. But he's our age. Yeah. That's a fact. He's in his 30s. So if his grandfathers fought in those wars. Yes. My grandfathers fought, fought in, those. in those same wars. <laughs> those exactly. same ones. And the bad part about our grandfathers is when they came back from those wars. <laughs> Facts. When they came back from those wars, uh, they couldn't buy fried chicken from the same restaurant as Drew Brees' grandfather. They couldn't. They couldn't drink from the same water fountain. At, at all. At all, even though they both pulled up their pants the same way. Yep, and fought in the same war for the same flag. For the same flag that, that Kaepernick, Kaepernick is protesting for. It, it, it all brings it full surface. So it's like, how do you not understand what we're what we're doing here? Right. So, in my eyes, Drew Brees is now canceled. Um, <laughs> he's canceled. I don't he's know. He's a TV show now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we in the we in cancel culture. I mean, can you That's admit true. that we're in cancel culture? That's whenever true. you've done something uh, in the past, or if you're doing something very new, right? Before anybody even remotely makes a decision on whether it's bad or not, right? You cancel. You cancel until further notice. That's true. Drew Brees is canceled until further notice. That's true. And that further notice for me might be the rest of his career. Because as far as I'm concerned, they can throw their backup quarterback, uh, Jameis Winston, out there, crab legs and all. They're not going to do that. You know Yeah, I know they're not going to do that because he's the best thing they got popping. Right. And Drew Brees is still selling tickets. Facts. And it, you know, it even goes back further than that because it's Drew Brees. He's in, he plays for the New Orleans Saints. Right. New Orleans, one of the blackest <laughs> cities. In America. In America. Yes. And let's not forget uh, the tragedy they just entailed and are still going through with right. Katrina. They're still recovering. And they just got hit by another tropical storm. Man. It just made landfall today. Yeah. Drew really messed up with that one. Facts. So hopefully he don't take too many sacks this year. But um, he's going to feel a couple of them. I guarantee you oh, that. Oh, yeah. He's going to get some rough in the passer calls out of this <laughs> yeah. world. Some face masks will be grabbed. He's going to have some big black dudes in his ear when he hit the ground. (laughs) Say something else. (laughs) Yo, he's going to be the cause of a lot of skirmishes and fights on the sideline. Of course, I can see that. Unless the NFL or him and his PR do some major damage control, which I don't 
know how you can do that in this environment. I mean, he came out with that whole long statement. <laughs> it was funny because the, the statement that he wrote, somebody on his comments said that um, that it didn't sound sincere and it didn't sound like it came from him. And somebody else said he probably didn't even write it. Right. Which is probably true. It's probably true. Probably true. I mean, who would have said he was a, a, a literary scholar coming out with yeah. some perfect uh, political speeches written by, you know, speechwriters? <laughs> right. But I'm pretty sure he had to pay somebody. Oh, absolutely. His PR person was probably up all night writing that thing, man. Hopefully he didn't get one from New Orleans. <laughs> they would have had to say crawfish at least 15 times. <laughs> crawfish, crawfish, crawfish. Uh, hurricane liquor drink. Uh, Baton Rouge. Uh, <laughs> Mardi Gras. Beads. <laughs> so here, here's a question for you. If you were Kaepernick, and you were offered a position by the NFL, would you take it? No. Not now. What is he, three years removed at this point? He's got nothing else to prove. Because if he comes back and he's got half of what he was, which was still a decent quarterback, then he's going to get clowned. If he came back, he would have to be a top-five quarterback. Off the jump. Off the jump. Yes. Anything less than that, everybody's going to equate that to, uh, you know, I told you so. Yeah. Even though – that we we all know he was not blackballed from the league for his capability. Right. Especially when you have quarterbacks like Trubisky starting for the Chicago Bears. Wow. Wow. Had to throw that out there. I'm sorry. Knowing that I'm a Bears fan. <laughs> yes. You're gonna throw that out there. That's pretty it's pretty dope. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I definitely could have used him this year. You, we we could have definitely used Kaepernick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You I would have took Kaepernick Ka- instead of him. But at the same time, though, like you said, anytime he messes up, it's going to be, you know, oh, he's, he's never been good. They're always going to bring up his negative stats and everything. But nobody will bring up the fact that he took them to the Super Bowl, didn't he? Yeah, he did take them to the Super Bowl. And a couple of NFC uh, West championships. Yes. Back to back, right? Yeah, man. They're not going to bring that up. No. And then they dismantled the team and yeah. him. And then y'all had to rebuild and just got back there and still failed. <laughs> Sorry, he's a 49ers fan and he still failed. He did. Been there twice and Chicago hasn't been anywhere in between there. But anyway, <laughs> um, that's enough about Kaepernick and Drew Brees. I, I, I don't know how they're going to align that whole thing together. Hopefully Jay-Z can, can figure it out with the whole Rock Nation deal they got going on. I, I don't know. Right. Maybe get Lil Wayne to perform at halftime for New Orleans <laughs> or something. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you right now, the Super Bowl for the next at least five years is going to be the blackest oh, Super Bowl super black. ever. I don't even know where the Super Bowl is being played this year off the top of my head. I don't either. But wherever it is, they're going to raise hell. Oh they have gosh. to. They have to, especially with everything that's happened. Yeah. It's going to be a show. I just don't know how many people are going to be there to see it. Because, <laughs> you know, it's, you're going to go from a 20,000-person stadium to about 200 people. That's right. Which means you got to sell the tickets for $1,000 a pop. Right. Just for well, no Well, it was already $1,000 a pop. That's fact. But I'm just not just the Super Bowl. Just like just games regular period. season tickets. That's if they allow fans in there. If they allow fans in there. Because, I mean, Orlando is, you know, the spot where NBA is playing. That's right. The NBA is coming back. I'm, I'm, 
<sighs> I'm anxious to see it. I'm hyped to see it. Only because we haven't had anything else. But as a we Laker had Korean fan, baseball. Korean baseball? Yeah. You, you watch ESPN? They come on at like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> they broadcast because Korea is like you know a whole fourteen hours oh, ahead yeah, of different. us. So, do they have uh, American broadcasters? I think so. I can't do it. <laughs> I'll pass, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for it to come back, man. But my thing is, as a Laker fan, oh boy. This was our year. Was this it? Was, it absolutely was. You have arguably the two Mm-mm. players in the NBA who were in the top, what, four in the league? Okay. As far as overall ability. Okay. With a great cast and a coach that was seemingly abiding by LeBron's rules. <laughs> you know, because uh, LeBron can get a coach in and out of there with the quickness. We all know that. <laughs> my man is following by the LeBron rules and things are working out pretty well but now that you have this whole COVID situation and you have this Mickey Mouse tournament yeah. down in Florida it's a huge asterisk sitting very, beside the championship very big this is the COVID championship very much so so this is the Corona chip <laughs> it's a lot of players that said they're not going to play I hear him talking that, but I think once them checks get cut, you're going to see a lot of people return. Uh, really? I think so. I mean, I'd say the the players that need to are going to come. If you're the 11th or 12th man, you can't tell me you don't need to check. Oh, facts. LeBron don't need to check. Steph don't need to check. Uh, uh, they got paid anyway. Giannis, Auntie, Auntie Camp, Auntie. Auntie, Auntie Tecumpo? Auntie Tecumpo? Oh, no. Uncle Campfire. He don't need need no check either. But I'm talking about the guys. He should be the main one protesting with a name like that. (laughs) He sounded like he came straight from the wild. (laughs) I'm saying them dudes, they they don't need no money. They can they can miss a season and be fine. They got the money to re up. That's that's facts. But those are the players that get paid already. LeBron got paid. Steph got paid. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, them guys are living off endorsement deals anyway, man. So they're living off their tweets. They're living right. off their, their Instagram posts. Right. They're you living off saying? of all that. LeBron yeah. is living off of producing TV shows and movies. That too. That too. I'm seeing that. I'm looking forward Kevin to Kevin Durant, uh, too. I'm looking forward to the Space Jam whenever that does come out. That, that should be You think Jam that's going to be good? It's got to be, man. Sequels. I was watching something today that was saying, like, the top. Out of the top 15 movies that have grossed all time, mm-hmm. like seven or eight of them are sequels. Really? Or they're the third. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, so just not saying that that's going to be, you know, enough luck for them to pull off a great sequel, but yeah. I just think there's been enough time. There's been plenty of time to come up with a completely different concept yeah. and everything. So hopefully they don't go with this whole Monstars squad, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure the Looney Tunes are going to be back, though, because that's, oh, that's what makes it. That's the uh, premise of it. Yeah, that's the premise of what makes it Space Jam. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how that movie's going to go. That should be good. Now, speaking of the NBA, how do you think they're going to protest? Because facts, facts um, about it when it happened last time, the NBA, I will say, 
the NBA did the best job oh, yeah. as far as acknowledging right. the social injustice of black people um, when all of that stuff happened years ago. When Kaepernick decided to protest and the NFL wanted to throw him under the bus and they let the NBA players wear, you know, I can't breathe shirts yeah. or black But that was with the, uh, the Eric Garner situation, right. I believe. Right. So I remember LeBron had one, Kobe had one, yep. rest in peace. Uh, I think Steph Curry had one on yep. too. I'm not sure. A lot of the big players yeah. had it on. But I really have to salute uh, the commissioner, uh, Adam Silver. Yeah. Because ever since he stepped in, he's really seemingly changed the culture around to where it's more it's more of a player-based league. Now, it feels more player-based, you know what I'm saying, rather right. than owner-based. That's true. So the I NFL think is definitely owner based. It, it's it's almost like night and day. It is. It really is night and day. Uh, I don't know who's in the field or who's in the house, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you get where I'm going with that. The, the, the plantation is real. Oh. At the end of the day, I mean, what are the, what are you but a extremely well paid slave? And you know what? That's always been my question when it comes to. <laughs> I've always thought about this. When it comes to uh, the, uh, what's that called? The draft? Yeah. The lottery? Oh, boy. What? Go ahead. I see where you're going. That doesn't remind you of the auction trade block? Oh, it absolutely does. And I'm glad you mentioned that because did you know that the NFL was supposed to have the draft on a boat this year? That's crazy. Before Corona came and shut everything down. That's crazy. So they were going to have players... Walking across the stage, flexing their biceps for the owners sitting in the crowd. Getting a new hat. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing up flashcards for which which one they wanted. Right, right. <laughs> On a boat. Now, a boat, when I say boat, I I first thing I think is slave ship. Right. <laughs> right. The only thing I guess you're bringing us to greener lands, meaning money. That's that's it. Dollar signs. But yeah, you you what what were you what were you saying? Sports and slavery. That's is that kind of where you were going? Yeah, the trading block, man. Yeah, because I mean, the the trading block in um, the first trading block for the slaves is being removed. Yeah, I saw that in uh, Petersburg, something like that. Fredericksburg, one of the Bergs. Yeah, because it was been it's been on the corner for centuries. Yeah, that's, I also I saw a video. Where they uh they took down a statue over in England, there was a um, there was some statue of some guy who was a merchant, uh, yeah, slave trader. And they they took down the statue and threw it in the river. Bro. They didn't even wait to see, do you want to put it in the museum do or not? Keep like, it? No, put it under the ocean <laughs> with uh with SpongeBob and them. Let them figure it out. <laughs> What's that, Michael B. Jordan and uh Pat Black Panther when he was like. It was like, no, nah, just throw me in the ocean <laughs> where my ancestors were because they knew that it was better to be to die than to be in bondage. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing, man. Yo, concept. I mean, think about this, man. We got this one guy, George Floyd, that sparked protests across the world. Right. right. We're talking about India, Russia, we're we're going all the way. Well, they recognize that black and brown people are oppressed, not just in America. Right. It's it's everywhere. Man, did you see those people? 
The crazy part is, is that the people that's looting and doing all the destruction ain't us. It's not us at all. I mean, it is us as far as I've seen some brothers looting. Now, now well, see, I'm not going to take us out of that equation. No, no, no. I'm I, not I know t- what you're getting at, though. <laughs> this is what happens, though. We let them go first. Crack all the glass. Get their faces on camera. They did it first. But I'm going to grab this TV on my way out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, John. Come help me with this TV, man. It's 75 inch. I can't carry it. <laughs> Get this on display. I have seen that. And I've also seen videos where people are chasing off people who are destroying buildings. Yes. And looting. It's it's a really weird situation, man, because there's so much going on. You don't know who's who. Right. And and like you said, it's all going on during this pandemic, so everybody's masked up. Right. It's just an awkward situation, man, but it's it's kind of like it's the perfect storm. It's true, because you don't know who's who. You don't know who's who, but you know that all these people are for the, the same thing. The same thing. You don't need to see their mouth, eyes, nothing. All you need to see is the color of their skin together. Are they? Are they what? Are they really for the same thing? <laughs> Majority of them. Because <laughs> some of these people just be sitting in their cars waiting for a glass to break in their favorite store. This is very true. <laughs> they put their mask on and be like they robbing a bank. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Sound like you know from personal experience. Not at all. Not at all. I've, I've, I've been here at home. With your new merchandise. <laughs> Paid for everything. Paid with blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> <laughs> took, took a lot of time for me to case that joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Foolish, man. So, speaking of this, a protesting, we got people looting the streets, we got Trump trying to make himself feel strong by walking across the street being barricaded by 175 FBI agents. <laughs> you know, the whole D.C. police force is covering him so he can take a picture with an upside-down Bible. Meanwhile, Southeast D.C. is going nuts. Going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Them fools are going off. So, with all of this happening, Everybody trying to open the world back up. And you get all of this happening. How does that work? I don't know, man. How do you open the world back up? Literally. Yeah. After all of this. They're trying, man. And to me, it's just a... It's a state of how comfortable are you? Because in order for you to venture out now into the world, you've got to be comfortable. And by... Being comfortable, I mean... Have your mask. Have your mask <laughs> and maintain social distance. And a, a lot of people are... It's getting really lax. Like People's attitude are getting really lax. You're seeing people walking in stores, no mask. Employees, no mask. But yeah, you're going to have to be comfortable because you're going to be going in stores where, you know, people are doing everything correctly and everybody's got a mask on. Do you know how, doesn't it seem weird when you just walk in the store and you see 30 people and everybody's got a mask on and walking around like it's just, you know, everything's honky-dory and everything's normal when it's obviously not. There's, <laughs> right. there's definitely a problem here. Right. You know, whether whether or not the coronavirus is actually a, a legitimate threat to us, us right now, is it or is it not? I don't know. 
But they're making us wear these masks, so we got to do what we got to do. Nobody knows. Nobody does know, man. Nobody knows at all. And the crazy part is, is that you have all these different stores that have the signs up that say, you cannot enter unless you have a mask on. But you have those those certain people that say, I got lung cancer. Oh, uh, yeah. I got something. Or I got, you know, asthma. Or I'm claustrophobic. Or... I like to talk. <laughs> I get nosebleeds. It's something. <laughs> and not, not saying if you have those issues, we completely understand. You know, it's hard to breathe in those masks. Even for people who have no respiratory issues. But the... The thing is, though, is that those masks are there to protect you. And right. y'all getting mad at the people enforcing the law that they didn't make. That, that is a fact. I've definitely seen that. <laughs> but some things, though, that they have been uh, doing differently in stores that I'm looking forward to keeping around are things like the, uh, the spit guard. It's like the hanging spit guards that you see in Wawa and 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's super dope. Especially with like people with bad breath because like now as an employee you know you don't, even, you don't even have to brush your teeth in the morning you can just wake up really walk straight into 7-eleven how can i help you i can't smell nothing can't smell nothing. all i see is this clear bulletproof i hope it's bulletproof <laughs> is it clear <laughs> after they talk for a little bit it yeah, may not be clear it might look like a petri dish <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> like going in your grandma's house who used to used to smoke virginia slams all the time <laughs> Got that yellow film on the windows. <laughs> you know, have you ever encountered somebody's breath being so bad that in mid-conversation with them, instead of breathing, you go around the corner and you like go in another room and, and just suck up a little bit of good air. To, you know, breathe it in and then come on back to the conversation. Exhale and then continue what you were talking about. <laughs> that that spit guard would alleviate that, man. Will it? I think they had. They should have. I think we ought to wear spit guards. I I think everywhere we we need, <laughs> we need those full face masks. Yes, we need the riot gear that the that police, the police wear, wear. <laughs> with the with the clear shield. Yes, we need that at we, all times. Everybody should have those. You you should be made to kiss with those on while you're wearing, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Especially on first dates, just so we don't, you know, yo, make it a date too. I promise you, I have thought about taking my motorcycle helmet everywhere with me. Oh, you know what? And you probably could. They can't say nothing to you. They can't. You can. I'm covered. Clothes. You can breathe. Yeah, you I can breathe that. better in that than I can in one of those masks that are close to my face. You do that, but they probably still make you put a mask on top of your motorcycle helmet. <laughs> I have to get the ones with the straps, the tie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to reopen this stuff, man. Reopening reopening school is Ooh. the biggest one for me. Man. How, Sway? How? How are you going to get kindergartners to wear a mask in school? How are you going to get them to socially distance? There is no... I. My kids, kids at home, don't know how to social distance. My children at home are inseparable. Yes. Especially the two youngest ones. They yeah. Are, they are literally fighting a wrestling match from the time they wake up <laughs> until the time they go to sleep. 
There are no winners and losers, but there is a wrestling match. That's it. The entire day. Somebody's yes. hanging off of somebody. Yes. Jumping S- off the couch. Yes. Yes. Spilling juice on somebody. <laughs> somebody licked somebody. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? All day long. So you bring that type of attitude over into a school environment. Right. Now, think about this now. This is perpetuated by teachers who are underpaid mm. in a school system. In several school systems that are underfunded. Yes. And now you want to start all these new regulations. Right. Again, I ask you, how sway? <laughs> I, I don't know how it's going to work. For no. why? Yeah, for why? <laughs> why, why for? <laughs> you might as well just just let us homeschool from, from the crib. For, That's it. For, forever at this point. That's it, man. Because there's no possible way that you can get little kids... At at least going up to what fourth fifth grade, yeah. Because I mean, you don't really start kids don't start hating each other until they're what like teenagers. Cooties start at th- third grade. Yeah, the cooties do start at third grade, but they be joking. <laughs> I'm talking about like, well, all right. I'm referring to like when kids are more, you know, solo dolo, able to do things mm, on their own. Yeah, don't mind being by themselves. You know, when the, when children are younger, they they yearn for that togetherness that camaraderie right. you know when right. you're 15 16 yo i'm just trying to do my math homework I, I don't need nobody around me that's it so it's it's got to be different dynamics for every single level I, I don't i don't know how they do it especially like i say with teachers being underpaid because i wouldn't care <laughs> hey if i was a teacher social listen, distance well actually that? you know what this might help the teachers out because now they have to make the school classrooms smaller or do they make the school classrooms bigger how? Double up, knock them walls down. Which means you have to take away more money from the teachers. They're not getting paid anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't I'm just trying to think of a, some solutions, man, because I really don't see how they're gonna do it. I don't either. That means your kids can't bring lunch from the house. Oh man, I didn't think about that. So we're not even talking about the avoiding peanut allergies. Oh, we just talking about the the avoiding the the, avoiding COVID allergies. Avoid, don't, bring that roll roll. About. don't bring that roll roll. Don't bring that roll roll with that lunchable. And then lunchable. You got the lunchable with the hazy. You can't bring nothing from the house, which means now. But even with that, you're talking about kids' clothes, kids' books back, book bags, kids that gotta touch. You know, all these books and stuff like. Everything, yeah, pencils and pens. Yo, you can't. You can't how many times nothing. you go to school? Yo, you got a pencil yo, all the pen? time, every single day. Every day, I borrowed a pencil or someone borrowed it from me. Yes, how do you break that cycle? You can't. Oh, you can't. Oh Not to God. mention the way school works now is that you know it's no longer you bringing your supplies in for you to use. Now is you bringing in the supplies that's yeah, community. For everybody to use. Well, that community is shot. So <laughs> you can kill that. Ain't no more community uh, community supplies. You got your own. That's right. Put but your name on everything. Label everything. You gotta have it. You gotta have it all in Ziploc bags. You know what they should do? They should give them. Uh, they should give all the kids tool belts, and you strap it on, and you got your pens and your markers and your pencils. Everything in there. Everything in there. Even your books. Yeah. I don't care. You can have them walking in looking like a suicide bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to learn. 
<laughs> Tip the two man Taylor walking in yes. to the school. All the kids go high under their desk. Like, no, 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 no. You got the wrong idea. I'm, I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. <laughs> <laughs> new kid walk in. Oh, not the new kid. Yeah, you know the new kid walk in, especially if he's from somewhere else. Oh. And they they don't use tube belts, but they use bulletproof vests. Oh. <laughs> That's a kid from Chicago right there. <laughs> he done made pockets into his <laughs> bulletproof vest. Hey, he better walk in holding the Bible like <laughs> Trump. That's all I know. Upside down. <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> he can't do that because oh, yeah. ain't no religion in school. <laughs> You can't pray in school. You can't take no Bible well, in school. There's supposed to be no religion in politics either. That is that's clearly in the uh, I want to say it's it was it the Bill of Rights or the Constitution something like where that. the the state and religion must always remain separate. Yeah, no, nah, not with Trump though. No, no, Trump. <laughs> Trump mixed everything together. Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought this was a Quran, but this Bible will do. Let me go ahead and uh, let me hold just, this up for the people. I'm just gonna turn it around backwards. <laughs> All they gonna see is the ISBN number. Hopefully they can't zoom in that far. What? <laughs> well, yo, how recess, man? Is there recess, is no recess. Is recess done? Recess is over. What about gym class, man? Over. Ah, uh, what about lunch, man? We're you, not going. No you get cafeteria. It from, you get it from the cafeteria. But we can't eat together. No, you gotta have like seven spaces in between you. Wow, no more food fights. No, Food fights is like long distance now. <laughs> no, but the crazy part is this is this is one of my favorite things though because I always had a kid who was I was friends with in elementary school who always had the best lunches, mm. but he never wanted his lunch. Oh, that's dope. So it's always was a trade in war. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we get sent to school with you know grapes and apples and peanut butter and. Celery and peanut butter. Oh, he you know got what I'm the saying? snacks, though. He, he got, got the Cheetos. He, he got the Cheetos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He getting sent to school with candy got and you. stuff. The uh, the the Mystic fruit drinks. All of it with the Mystics. Yo, speaking of school lunch, this is funny. I was the only kid in my elementary school. Oh boy, here we go. The only one. <laughs> this dates back to episode one where I told you my parents love me. So. <laughs> I was the only kid in elementary school, at my elementary school, shout out to Southampton Elementary, the only one with a balance on my lunch account. The only one. Because what? I, you know how back in the day there was no like system that would email your parents and tell right. them, hey, you know, your boy owe $4, what right. you going to do? Right. We need that. They, don't, they didn't do that. Right. So if you didn't have the money, we didn't get lunch. That's basically how it was. Facts. They they might have had I don't remember exactly. They might have had an alternate like you know you get a you get a little white milk and a little biscuit. Yeah, a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Something like that. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure if that's how the system was. But what my mom would do, what my parents would do, was cut a check, and yeah, they would cut a check for like I don't know fifty to one hundred fifty dollars, right? And that would go against my account. So when everybody else was paying. And, you know, giving their little lunch code and getting their lunch, mine was being deducted. So it was different. 
And I knew that I was the only one that did it because every single time I gave my code to get the lunch, mm-hmm. the lunch ladies were always confused <laughs> <laughs> because my numbers were already like, let's say the lunch was a dollar fifty. Right. You had to punch in one point five zero. Right. When you got to my account, it would already say balance like seventy nine eighty six. So they would have to deduct it from the balance to show what the new balance was. So I was balling. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> So it's funny you say that about the, your, your your man with the great lunches yeah. because my lunches were spectacular. I bet because I could not only buy lunch, I could go to the next little section and, and get buy snacks, all the snacks, ice cream, yeah, chips. So my mama wondering why one hundred fifty dollars in in, in uh, lunch balance is, is gone in two weeks. That's what happens, Armin. I don't know. That's why <laughs> he, he was over there. Eating two lunches. Well, no, I was I was basically slanging snacks. I could get any kind of lunch I wanted. So if somebody got burgers, somebody got chips, somebody got spaghetti. I, I had a buffet. So you was the hustle man in the lunchroom. That is a fact. <laughs> All because my, my parents enabled it. <laughs> it. It didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. And that trickles down to me to this day. To this day, if, when my kids need lunch, how much is it? Three dollars. All right, I'm gonna give you two seventy five. You find the quarter. <laughs> Go find a quarter. Yeah, you go find a quarter. Go cause, hustle. Because that way, that way, I know that you can only afford to get what I'm giving you the money for. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no. I give you five dollars to bring my change back. Nah, no. You get your little corn dog and your uh, scoop of corn. <laughs> I don't know why everything's corn, but you get your corn dog, the scoop of corn, the cream of corn. Hey, listen. And go on about your business. Everything in elementary <laughs> school lunches. Had corn in it. That's what I'm saying. Cornmeal. Corn corn syrup. (laughs) (laughs) The number one culprit. Right. I think corn syrup sponsored elementary school. You're probably right. It still does. Came in by the cases. (laughs) (laughs) My parents made sure I had lunch. Most of the time, I wanted to take lunch because my mom... (laughs) My mom was a teacher. At the school that you went to? No. Woo. No. Close call. No. It, it was, it was, listen, as, as I was coming up, probably first and second grade, my mom was actually doing her internship for becoming a teacher. Oh, wow. So she was actually at my school doing her internship. Oh. So I used to get in trouble and try and figure out how she get here so fast. <laughs> <laughs> But I never knew oh, wow. if she would be up there. <laughs> That's funny. But my lunches, yo, I used, when she finally became a teacher, I used to get mad at my mom because she would buy her students at her school, Macintosh Elementary, all them kids. You went to Steve Jobs Elementary. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the work, amount of work that my mom put in at that school, it should have been sponsored by Steve Jobs. Let me tell you that. Bill but, Gates Institute. <laughs> Fine arts. All, all of that. They should have had all the cameras. All the cameras, all the computers, all the software, everything they needed. Wow. But in her classroom, she would have the good lollipops. She would have awesome. the, good, the good candy, the good Oreos. 
The good Oreos. Yeah, the good Oreos. You know. What oh, not mean? the uh. She ain't had a the duplex. No, not the, the duplex. All brands. We had the duplex at the house. <laughs> <laughs> the Oreos was in the classroom. Oh man. Yeah, so I used to get mad at her because she would go into the store and we would basically go through the line twice. Because she'll be up there and she'll be like, uh-uh, I'm paying for this separate. That's the good stuff. Where is that going? Why is that not back here with other, these other two baskets? What is this <laughs> What is this cookie? I thought these are Oreos. These are, these are here we go. <laughs> they had chips ahoy. We had chips. There they go. <laughs> <laughs> chips ahoy. Y'all had chips. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, they got the high C juices. We got the C high. You know what I'm saying? The off brand was just the name of it backwards. That's it. Oh man, that's, that's what's gonna happen when the world when the world opens back up, man. I actually seen people go into a restaurant and sit down. And eat. Like now? Like I don't see literally yesterday. Literally yesterday, they walked in with no mask, sat down, and ate. Ooh. Because of, I think here in Virginia, they are 50% Yeah, open. it's 50% capacity or something like that. Yeah. But I thought you had to be, you know what, you do have to be still wearing your mask, but they're saying if you're eating or drinking, it can be removed. Right. I never knew the full stipulation of that. Like, should you wear your mask, like, just dangling off of one ear? As you take a bite, and every bite you recover to, it up. Had to put it back on. Yeah, I'm like, what are we doing here? Are we eating like babies, you know, with bibs, right? And just you know, wiping our mouth with masks and continuing on with our meal. I, I don't know, man. It's so, all too much. So here's a question: At places like Red Lobster and Olive Garden, where you get the cloth napkins, do they yeah. give those to you anymore? They just give you masks now. They give you a mask and they wipe, wrap your utensils up in the mask. Wipe, wipe your mouth with that mask. Just <laughs> if you dribble something on your mouth, just put your mask on and then rub it real fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what happens when you go back to work? The world opened them back up. What happens when you go back to work? It's you got a social distance at work. You can't smoke breaks. You can't take no smoke break around in a group no more. Very true. I Y'all got to be six feet apart. They need separate smoke break sections now. I guess just like you have porta potties, you need porta smokies, man. I don't know. <laughs> you can't even bum a cigarette off nobody no more, man. No, you got to toss it. Yeah. <laughs> if you drop that's on you. That's yeah. the one you got. Flick the cig. Dude. Everybody playing flick the cig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything's changing now, man. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting when everything... Fully opens up. I mean, because our idea of fully opening up is not going to be anything that it used to be. It won't. But I think we might as well get used to it. You think so? I don't think we have any choice, man. Can you get used to it? I don't have any choice. It's either get used to it or get out of here. I need to, you know what I need? I need to get one of those masks that go with your outfit. Like everybody else do. Because, I, I mean. Oh, you want to be fashionable with it. You're going to have to be. So you know, way- I do do that. I do do that. I I make sure that my uh, the main mask I I wear is red. So I like to make sure I got a little bit of red in my 
See? A little fashionable. That's what I'm saying. But now, it's like the, you know, the young cats now. Everything they wear has to have a matching do-rag. Oh, man. You not going to talk about that? No, go ahead. I understand. <laughs> we not, we're not going to talk about so the do-rags. Mask, do-rags and masks? Yeah, man. Do-masks. Do-mask. You know, like the, the full face joints that we wear at work when it's cold? <laughs> That's what they gonna have, man. Except it's gonna have a string on it that tie around, <laughs> tie around their head to keep their waves going. Everybody can look like a, a Klansman. <laughs> Without the white, just don't wear white. Please <laughs> don't it. wear white. That's it. Please don't wear white. Well, some 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 people can't wear white do rags. Oh, that's very true. That that's that's a dirty sea. <laughs> it's a dirty. That's a. <laughs> that is not coming out. <laughs> That's some filthy ocean water you got there going on, young man. <laughs> you ever heard of Save the Dolphins? <laughs> What's going on up there? Your ocean's polluted, sir. <laughs> you got that BP oil spill waves. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be black girl magic. You just got black magic in your head. <laughs> when the world does open up, though, I'm definitely looking forward to to the fashion show oh it's definitely gonna be a fashion show oh yeah it's definitely gonna be a fashion show and in in that fashion show man i'm going to be front row man b allen is gonna be front row yes sir and it's going to be i hope they make us the people who announce the people coming out <laughs> what? that's what i want to be i want to be one of those people that announce the people coming out but <laughs> thank y'all for joining us here on the church parking lot this is episode four. Still going. Don't forget, y'all, to like, subscribe, and share. We hope you all enjoyed the show from my man B. Allen. Get him, boy. And this is your boy J. Jamal. Don't forget, like, subscribe, and share. Facebook, Church Parking Lot Podcast. Instagram, at Church Parking Lot Podcast. YouTube, Church Parking Lot Podcast, and we are broadcasting on Anchor.fm. Branded off of Spotify, Apple, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Google Cast. Don't forget to check us 